Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio and Dish Network. Coming up, getting you ready for week 11 of the season. We'll go through it game by game. Also talk some DFF with the homie Michael Rathburn. Got a big program on deck, but before we get into that, Roto Experts in the Morning, sponsored by DX Racer. The exciting conclusion of Is Mike Florio Line leads us off this morning. I am in a tie with one Mr. Gregory Sussman. Mr. Sussman and the Fantasy Executive. This is a culturally biased game. I've been able to fight through it, though, and bring it to a tie. And is Mike Florio lying? Mike Florio, you're on the microphone, son. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. This might be your first appearance. No, it's carried over a couple times before. You guys always make it so close. Oh, oh, I thought maybe you wasn't hosting. I thought it was one That's of those right, days you was, when you was uh, home sleeping. But um, anyway, <laughs> how can we? <laughs> it's on you, Mike. Let's hit the music, DB, and let's get let's get is Mike Florio lying concluded. The question was: Outside the Jaguars, the Ravens are the top scoring DSP. You both got that correct thing false. There's one team that has more points than the Ravens. All right, whose turn is it? It is your turn. It is my turn. Now, Mr. Sussman is not in the room, so I don't know if he's... I hope he's being monitored downstairs by people on the fourth floor. He should not be looking stuff up. I'm going to say that that defense is the Minnesota Vikings. Incorrect. And is incorrect. All right, Greg Sussman, grab the microphone, please, sir. Hello, sir. How are you doing? This is your guest for the W, right? For the win. Uh, I've thought about it, and my guess is the New Orleans Saints. Mm, that's a good one. That is a good one. Incorrect. Oh, it's incorrect. Florio, do you have any more questions? Or Triple overtime. Uh, I made one up kind of on the spot. Okay, uh, what was the answer? The answer right. was the Rams. That was Scott's uh, call. That's what Scott said, the Rams? Mm-hmm. Son of a gun is smart. <laughs> like Rain Man smart though. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Florio? Come on, let's 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 get ready to end this thing. Fantasy executive need to get this W. What we got? Of healthy running backs, Doug Martin is averaging the fewest yards per carry. Of healthy <laughs> running backs, Doug Martin is averaging the fewest yards per carry. Uh, I think my first quarter. You're looking. I don't oh, steal oh, that from you. I'm not looking. Um, no, no, no. I said while while you're while you're thinking about oh. it. I just, what site are you using, Florio? ESPN. Uh, that's, that's funny. I was wondering because I knew that answer. I've looked on all three sites before because I was writing about it this week. It has the Lions. I don't know what you're looking at. Oh, the defense. For the, that was fantasy yeah. pros. Oh, fantasy pros sticks. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll say I'll say false, Florio. So, Sussman answered false. I'm going to also go false. I'm going to play. I'm going to hug him in the paint. I'm playing playing him tight. <laughs> it is false. There's three healthy running backs that are averaging fewer yards per carry. If I'm not mistaken, Don Burns, there's a minute left to go in the program. I mean, in the segment, right? That is correct. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to get ready to hop out. We promise you we'll get the fantasy football frenzy rolling in just a few moments right here. Going to uh, settle up is Mike Florio line. Come back, start to get you involved in the program. 844-843-6879. It is the frenzy on a Friday. Exciting conclusion is Mike Florio line coming up. 
rerunning. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. We're going off the T.I. Thursday playlist on Friday. Don Burns, keep an eye on Mr. Suffolk. Make sure you're not looking up no answers down there. We get ready for this exciting conclusion of Is Mike Florio Lion right here to begin the fantasy football frenzy. Then we'll get into our thing, bringing the all-in kid, bringing Wall Street, Matt Medica. The whole team is here. Mike Florio has asked the question of healthy – you asked the question again, Mike, because I think I, I think I think I might have this one. The question was, Doug Mar- of healthy running back, Doug Martin is averaging the fewest yards per carry. You both got it correct at fault. There's three healthy running backs averaging fewer yards per carry. All right, three healthy running backs averaging fewer yards per carry than one Mr. Doug Martin. Who gets the first crack, uh, Florio? That would be Greg. His name is Mr. Sussman. Mr. Sussman, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Michael, what is the minimum carries here? Someone like Paul Perkins doesn't carry the ball, and he, he doesn't go anywhere. It's it's qualified on ESPN. I don't know the exact number of carries. Okay, but. I'll assume someone like Paul Perkins probably isn't on that list. Then um, <laughs> I'm going to go Looking through it. It looks like at least sixty carries. Okay, okay. There's no way Paul Perkins has sixty carries. All right, my answer is going to be, and this one's for my good friend Matt Modica. Oh, That's who I would go. No. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. That was who popped right in my head. He is correct. He is one of the three. Darn it, I was going to say Christian McCaffrey. He just he happened to have the luck of the draw on that one. So now it's two I think more, I know one, too. There's two more guys out there. I don't know if Son carried the football enough. I know he is help. I don't think he's carried the ball enough. All right, so. Think about one of them. Huh? Think. One guy. <laughs> should, that helps. Think should, about one of them. One guy should have <laughs> some sort of recollection from Oh come on, Matt! I'm not. That, that, that's, not that's not a hand right there. That's not. That's nothing right there. I'm going to. That doesn't um, fly in Mr. Sussman's classroom. That's this is true. Yeah. This is in Mr. Sussman's he's, classroom. He's known as Greggy on Best Friends Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the the guy who I want to say. I don't know if he has enough attempts. So I'm going to go out there. I don't like this 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 at all. But I'm going to say Marshawn Lynch. Incorrect. Wonderful. Oh. Was Sam P. Ryan would have been the answer? Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, you get another shot, Corey. We, we go back and forth. You, know, you, you already got one, so you you, you should well, be. A- well, I get another shot, and you get another shot. That's how it works. You get two chances each. All right, go ahead. So I have now another shot. I'm not going to say Sam P. Ryan. I also don't know if this guy qualifies in uh, in carries. But he was my first initial instinct as well. Oh, but he had that long carry. Oh my God. Oh, or was that reception? I don't. Man. All right. Honestly, I'm going to go my first initial instinct. My initial instinct was Bilal Powell, so I'm going to stick with it. Incorrect. All right, Corey, you get this one right. We tie it again. You get it wrong. Hey, Corey, I got, a, a champ. I, I, got, I got some help for you. Think about it. We, we, 
Gee! <laughs> that was a joke from before. I know it was. <laughs> I don't like it. You know what? I'm just going to go out here because I feel like this could be a Mike Florio troll job. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm going to go out here and say Isaiah Crowell. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh, you know who one of the correct answers is, Corey? Uh, well, Joe, that was what I was going to say, Matt. Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan! Oh my god! Did you say P. Ryan? I said Samaj. No, I said you said I was going to say P. Ryan. You weren't sure of the carries. I'm not going to say Samaj P. Ryan. Because I didn't know if he had enough carries. But I was, in the, I was in the right ballpark. And I sat up here right there when, Matt, when I was walking back and forth. I looked at the helmet and I was like, I'm sure Joe Mixon is up there. But anyway, it is what it is. I missed the sus, but he wins. <laughs> I hit you, Mr. It was the one, Corey. I said, I think I know one. That's why I said, I think I know one. My boy. Joe Mixon. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right, so there we go. So I lost. Greg Sussman is the, is the new champion of his Mike Florio line. Give him a round hey, of applause. Congrats, hey, Greg. All right. Go, Greggy. All right, all in, kid. Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Matika. Uh, Jake, let's, I haven't talked to you yet this morning. How you doing? How's everything going, brother? What did you think of that football game last night? Mm, I thought it was frustrating that we got a touchdown overturned by a half of a centimeter, millimeter, fraction of a hair. That was annoying. I, uh, yeah, that that was because we needed that one too. Well, not me. I didn't need it no place. I had the situation where I was telling y'all I had a league. I had no quarterback. That team has Antonio Brown on it. So, whoo! Antonio Brown came to his homeboy's rescue. Matt Matika, how did last night go for you when it comes to the NFL part of it? Uh, it went pretty good. And uh, truly, I had Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. So that was uh, that worked out well. But yeah, no. In, in my Staten Island league, I did need that touchdown for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So. I got burned that way. I right, so I fortunately didn't face Brown anywhere. I just checked this morning. Oh, that was good. I didn't face him anywhere either. I, I had him, him on one team. I faced him and Ben, I think, in one league. Oh wow, that's a tough one right there. But Ooh. still plenty of time yeah. to come back. I had Rashad Matthews in the bench on the bench in one league. I didn't like that happening. And I think I sh- and I, I must have overlooked that because the person I had in the flex was Kenyon Drake. And I'm like, how did I I, I mean, I do like Kenyon Drake this week. As yeah, a flex option, but I still but think I still think I would have played Rashad Matthews mm-hmm. if I'd have double checked that league. So maybe I'm starting to wind down a little bit. But I got to get my second win because we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. So um, another situation from last night. Uh, let me ask you this, Jake. I in the league that I'm, you know, fighting towards the playoffs. I think I, I think I got a spot. I'm like a three seed right now. Quarterback is Dak Prescott on the bench. Ben Roethlisberger. Did I make the right decision in playing and, and sticking with Dak Prescott? No, really. You would have sat. You'd have sat Prescott for Ben last night, uh, Matt. I, I sat Ben in the GST for Alex Smith, but no. I, I did have Ben in a couple of leagues. So you would have started I, I him over. No, no, I would have played Dak Prescott. No, well, the problem is last week, and this was like I was going to be updating today. Is once we had the Tyron Smith news yesterday, I just I can't trust Dak Prescott now. If you look at it last week, he got destroyed. People are after him all day long. No Tyron Smith that gets that Philadelphia front seven. There's no way. They, they, and it was tweeted out yesterday after Tyron Smith was uh, announced out by our boy Scott Barrett again. Said that the Philadelphia Eagles rank first in the league in pre- per dropbacks getting after the quarterback. It's it's going to be a dangerous week. They got to do something. They got to do something. They got to put somebody on the side with Chad Green. They got to chip. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they sign somebody tonight. I don't know, but they got to figure this out because they can't lose this football hey, Corey. game. What's up? So, somebody's even jumping in on joking, Matt. By the way, by, about your hint, I got I got a tweet on Twitter that says when people ask All and Kid about who he wants to start this week, he says, "Uh, think about one of them." <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one right there. Yeah. 
Oh man, I should have got that. Joe Mixon, Sam Piran, dudes that was on my mind, Matt Matiga. I hear you. CMC came. CMC, right yeah, yeah. And Christian then Joe McCaffrey Mixon was easy. Popped right in there as well. Christian McCaffrey was easy because I remember so seeing I earlier this week was two point eight, but Greg Greg had the first guess. He said Christian McCaffrey. You had to center your chi. Yeah, no, nah, I had my my, my 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 energy wasn't in the right was in the right place. Yeah, I'm worried about Dak this weekend too. But if I can get twenty out of Dak, I think I'd be all right. But the situation. Last night, I, I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. I just think Dak is playing too well. If the Cowboys are going to win this football I almost said we. If the Cowboys are going to win this football game, they're going to need a big game from Dak Prescott, Matt Medica. Home team with their back against the wall. I think they can pull it out, but it's going to be very difficult to do, especially without Tyron Smith and Sean Lee. Look, from a fantasy... I didn't uh, even say Ezekiel Elliott. That's crazy. From a fantasy perspective, I think Dak's going to be throwing the ball a ton. I, think they, you know, I don't think they'll be able to run the ball at all. I think it's going to be a pass-heavy game. I think it's going to be a catch-up game. So in that aspect, I think it will translate positively for Dak. So we'll see a lot of Rod Smith this weekend. I think Rod Smith, Jake, is a better play than Alpha Morris this weekend. No Tyron Smith. Philadelphia Eagles, they give up 66 yards a game. Only have allowed four touchdowns to run. I mean, only have allowed four rushing touchdowns this season. Only allowed four rushing touchdowns this season. What do you think about uh, Alfred, Alfred Morris and Rod Smith, particularly in a point per reception, I think in the Senate you still would roll Rod, you still would roll Alfred Morris out there. Mm, I think it's I'd be uncomfortable about rolling him out there. I don't want to use Alfred Morris unless I have to this week. You always saw the usage last week as soon as they got down. They started turning to Rod Smith. We talked about higher snaps, higher yards, higher, higher touches, and not that it was inspiring, but Rod Smith was used a lot once they were down against the Falcons. And if you look at a game like this, we I mean, just talked about being able to get after Dak Prescott force the issue, everything that could potentially go wrong here, I don't feel great about Alfred Morris even in the standard. So PPR, I, I don't feel great about Rod Smith, honestly, yeah. either, because you saw it last week. Even with those snaps, his touches were, I think, what was it, seven or eight? It wasn't a high touch, and it was only in the 30th for yards, so it's not like you were excited, and he was in there a lot. So I, I don't know that you can get excited about most anybody on this offense this week, including Des Bryant, going against potentially Ryan Darby being back. So I think this could be a very disappointing game for fantasy purposes. I think Jason Witten can get his work, though, this week, Matt Medica. You, you know, when you look That's at that game. That's about the only one. I got, a, I got a question. I saw a little – I don't know if they are wagering on it or something, but I saw Scott Barrett put that. Rod Smith would outscore Rex Burkhead. Ooh. And Evan Silva came at him. We want to double our whatever preseason bet they had. So, I mean, I'm still going to go Burkhead here. I think I would still go Burkhead, too, especially in that game environment in New England. I think Vegas has New England at 30-and-a-half this week. I think you got to like Rod Smith. I mean, excuse me, I think you got to like Rex Burthead over Rod Smith this week. But I do got Rod Smith in the lineup or two. I'll pull that up a little bit later on, get that out to the fellas. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you got a line of questions with Rod Smith or anybody. 844-843-6879. Don Burns going to open up telephone lines for you right now so we can get that popping. Um, what else we got? Um... Um, we got a full, a full, a full damn Sunday of football coming up. That's what else we got. So a little bit later on, we'll get talked about some of the stuff with last night with Henry and Murray and my man AB84 getting it done. But when we come back, we start to break down week number 11. We are already 11 weeks into it. We'll get you ready for it right here. Fantasy Football Frenzy 844-843-6879. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, 
there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. I want to give a shout-out to Mike Greenberg and Mike Golick. Their last uh, radio show this morning together. I don't mean you go listen to uh, them. today? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, it's today. I don't mean you go listen to them. <laughs> Keep it right here. You Mike feel Greenberg what called me back in the day. Oh, really? What uh, about what? To come on the program talk fantasy football? No, 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 no. This is way, 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 way back in the day before I even started at Roto Experts when I was just trying to get into sports writing and radio and all that type of stuff. I sent out my work to everybody out there. I said it to Greenberg, to Tony, uh, uh, Tony Kornheiser, like everybody. Yeah. Even back Max Kellerman was – I just sent it to everybody, everybody. At that time, not knowing that that's not who you contact. You don't contact the talent. You yeah. contact the producer. Yeah, yeah. And of all – I sent out about – probably about 30 – Two people called me. One was Mike Greenberg called me and actually spent a few minutes just telling me advice and everything like that. The other was Tony Kornheiser just called to yell at me, basically. <laughs> Kornheiser's an only old man, son. <laughs> it, it took me by such surprise. Like, I wasn't even ready for it because I was at work. Yeah. And I answered the phone. He's like, this is Tony Kornheiser. And, I was like, and so I was first just, like, shocked. Like, I didn't even – I was kind of dumbfounded of what to say. And then he was like, what do you want from me? <laughs> I, like, I told him, I was like, you know, I was just trying to break into the industry. I want to eventually do what you're doing. And he goes, just go do it. And I was like, uh, well, what do you mean? He's like, I just started writing for a newspaper. You want to write for a newspaper? Write for a newspaper. You want to go on TV? Go on TV. And I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so you called to yell at me? Thank you, sir. He said, then just go yeah. do it. That's pretty good right there. And what the, and what the, and what the, I, I believe Nike said that first. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> just do it. And what did Greeny, and what did Greeny say to you? I mean, he talked to Greenberg. Yeah, that's the one from Long Island. Yeah. No, yeah, he was the one that I spent. We actually talked about his book at the time and stuff like that, but just, you know, gave the same advice as Tony did, but a lot more involved of, like, you know, this is how I got started. This is where I went. This is how I caught on with ESPN, and I was definitely fortunate. You're probably not yep. going to be able to get that. He's just being honest yeah. talk, and then he's like, this is this is what I suggest. I would suggest trying to contact these people and explain the whole thing of, like I said, not understanding you don't contact the talent because they can't do anything about it. So it was just – his was – it was definitely a kinder advice from Mike Greenberg. <laughs> so shout out to Mike and Mike. Their last performance, their last performance, their last uh, radio program slash television program today, uh, Matt Mediga. You were you, you a fan of that program? Not really. Yeah. I give them credit for being around for so long, though. No doubt. Yeah. They, they held it down. All right, let's get ready. 844 Oh, right quick. Before we get into the phone, did anybody watch the Celtics and the Warriors last night besides me? No? No, I didn't, but a hell of a comeback so from what I saw on Twitter. Yeah, no, it did. It was a. Uh, it was. They went on like a fourteen. I think. It might, I, saw, I saw the Rockets put up ninety in the first. In half. the first half, son, that was crazy. <laughs> that was wild. I think the Celtics went on like a. It was a sixteen nothing, sixteen nothing, seventeen nothing run, something like that. It was some questionable fouls called. They were down seventeen. I saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. they came back. So. They were there. Was some questionable questionable fouls called later on in the game. But after the contest, Steph Curry said that I hear the weather is nice in Boston, so I think we could very well be setting up for a seven game. Series between those two teams. Now, did they hold them below ninety? Was like eighty-eight points or something? Yeah, well, yeah the, the final score was ninety-two to eighty-eight. I think they haven't been holding the ninety points in a long time. That's impressive. And I, I don't even really follow basketball. 
Yeah, and that was on in the football game was on, and I was chilling. So they and then and the Rockets <laughs> did put up ninety in the first half. I thought they was going to try to score two hundred last night. I guess your brother in law should have came down. <laughs> he should have. Yeah, he probably was very. Uh, I, I'll send him a text in the break. As a matter of fact, see what he's talking about. All right, Matt Matika. Kenyon, Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams. What we got for us this weekend? What we got? Can both of these dudes be started uh, safely? Uh, I'd rather start Kenyon Drake, and I'm usually more of the pass-catching guy. But Drake's look good. I mean, look, I know he had that one big run, but he's looked good as a runner. Uh, I don't think Miami's going to score a rushing touchdown because that's not what they do. But I'm, I'm going to roll out Kenyon Drake. All right. Jake, when you look at the other side of the football, this is the game from week one, that the, the, the hurricane game, whatever, now they're playing it now. This is when these teams should have been on by. So it should have been six teams on by again this week. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We'd have had three weeks in a row of six teams on by if this didn't happen. Now, you know who's starting to fall off? And I had them locked in lineups, especially when I run the Corey Parson two tight end set offense, the Corey Parson offense. <laughs> you know who's been letting me down in the Corey Parson off- offense? Cameron Braid. Can Ryan Fitzpatrick make Cameron Braid again? Uh, he sh- should be able to. If you look at the initial time when he came in, he looked at him a decent amount. But the past two games has to be concerning to a degree because yeah. it's been two games with Fitzpatrick as a starter, and he's done nothing. And this is the matchup to definitely help it. It's definitely one he could take advantage of. Cameron braid has been far too good for this entire year. I want to say yes, but at the same time, I'm not going to go out there and guarantee it for you with this fact that if Fitzpatrick just might not look his way, if Fitzpatrick just might not have a connection or have that same type of timing that Winston has with Breit. Maybe that's what it is. I know Winston used to rely on um, on, on Breit a lot. That was a guy he used to like to talk to Matt Medica. Now you got Ryan Fitzmagic, and Fitzmagic throws the ball. It's not known to throw the ball to the, the pepper, the tight end. But him and Breit these past two weeks, they haven't been doing it. And I'm telling you right now who I think I'm a – in a team where I got Cameron, Cameron Breit locked into my lineup, and I got Jason Witten on my bench. And I, I think I'll put Jason Witten. I about this early in the week. You told me no. What? I said I got Brady. He's the weakest link on my Staten Island team. Yeah. It's his beast of a team. But, you know, like he came in off its magic and drew a touchdown to Luke, yeah. Luke Stocker. Yeah. Of all people. So, it was yeah, early I, in the week, man. I'm still no, was okay, processing through week 10. I'm Go ahead. at you. No, I'm no, still, no. We're cool. still contemplating it. Yeah. But I think I'm going to ride one more week with Brady. All right. So, so let, me ask you, let me ask you this. I'm starting, I'm considering starting Jason Witten over Cameron Brady. You don't have a beef with that. I don't have a problem with it. Jake, you got a beef with no. no? All right, cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't, but I don't have a problem with it. Jake, he plays good. Actually, especially actually in a PPR, I actually think I have him higher. Oh, Witten. Oh, okay, then cool. So then I'm not making the right I'm not making the wrong call in. Cause yeah, Witten's I'll check for you. Been back and forth a little bit too. Now the thing with Witten is yep. I have Witten at seven and Cameron Braid at eleven in the PPR. Alright, so good. I'm on the right thing. Now, I'm quite sure it's statistical numbers that go along to make to making this call. The downturn on break. But Jason Witten plays very good against NFC East teams. And he particularly owns the Philadelphia Eagles. He always has big games versus the Eagles. Remember the game of him running down the field with no helmet on? That was against the Eagles. Now, that might have been 10 years ago, but still, it was against the Eagles. Shout out to Tony Romo, too. Um, I don't know why I'd shout out Tony Romo, just because he threw that pass. And I know him and Jason Witten are very cool. They're good buddies, so... I wonder if Jason Witten is Tony Romo's children's godfather. Well, that's a good one. I, I guess I, so. I can see that. They were friends together for a long time. You know, they probably, you know. Been through many wars. Yeah, uh-huh. Shared, you know, they shared, they shared uh, bunking quarters on the team hotel, whatever. But you would figure they would both have their own room because they like not like. The lower level players have to bunk. Like the quarterback and the top players, they get their own room. 
<laughs> I'm just giving the insights to what goes on the Saturday before game day. Because even when the team is home, they still check into the team hotel. Brotherly love. Yeah. That they, have, they have that bond, right? They remember the Cabo with Jessica Simpson and all of that. All right, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Jay, can I be comfortable this week putting one Mr. Dontrell Inman in my starting lineup in the 12-team league? Mm, comfortable, no, but I think you might be able to use him. Look, I was in deep leagues last week. You know that. We talked about it last mm. week. I said he was usable. He went from being the only option with the Chargers at the end of last year and was the best receiver for them and fantasy relevant. Now he's the only receiver for the Bears. I don't want to necessarily put him in my lineup, especially in a 12-teamer, but if you're needy, there's still four teams on a bye. He might have suffered some injuries. He could be your fourth wide receiver. Man, it's crazy, man. I don't understand, like... One thing about fantasy football season, at some point, Dontrell Inman is going to be a thing. And I think we might be getting to that point of the year where Dontrell Inman is a thing, And I, but I'm not putting him in my lineup yet. But I'm going to have a uh, – put it like this. I'm going to be looking at that box score throughout the Coco Sunday because I think Dontrell Inman is probably going to be a guy we're picking up off the waiver wire next week. I, I don't doubt that. I like to have him on my bench. No doubt. about in my lineup. I like to have him on my bench. Look, the, if Trubisky is going to continue his progression and they're going to actually let him throw the ball – then Inman's going to be a person of interest. I mean, who else is there? They don't want to throw the ball to Tariq Cohen because, you know, defenses have figured that out. <laughs> but it's your Benny, job to adjust to that. No, but they'll throw the ball to Benny Cunningham. Yeah. You know? So, and yeah, no, I think Inman's a guy you definitely want to have on your bench and see how this progresses. Don't think we get him in starting lineups this week. Uh, the Amir Abdullah, I got the Amir Abdullah versus Theo Riddick thing on, on, in the rundown, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got the Abdullah side. You got the Riddick side. The lines have been drawn in the sand. Now, Scott doesn't like Theo Riddick. No, Scott don't like Theo Riddick either. I was offered Theo Riddick for Ben Roethlisberger. And then a the team where I need running back. And I just was like, nah, I can't do it. And that Ben Roethlisberger, he was on my bench. I tabled those points. I didn't give nobody else in the league those points that was on my bench. I'd rather that be on my bench than somebody else's line. Yeah, no, especially as we're going down well. the stretch. Yep, no doubt about that. So there you go right there. Cleveland Browns. Corey Coleman returns this week, Jake. You ready to put him right back in there or you want to see it first? Uh, no way I'm putting him in there against the Jaguars. You crazy? Oh, yeah. There's I forgot no way they the Jaguars. Kurt, the Jaguars came back against the Jaguars? Forget about yeah. it. That's the nickname, Jake. They got a nickname now. Did you hear that? The Jackson 5? I know. I saw uh, Ramsey was talking about that on NFL Live. They were asking if they had any nicknames for them. That was the only one he mentioned. Yeah, they got the Jackson 5. I think that's cool. They should get, like, afros. <laughs> they should get afros. But if they weren't playing Jacksonville, I would put Corey Coleman in. You would feel comfortable if they weren't playing Jayville? <laughs> I, I don't know about comfortable. It's weak. Yeah, that's I'm true, never too. Really yeah, no doubt. You're not comfortable with Amari Cooper at this point. <laughs> when I say comfortable, I mean, like... <laughs> How much to- your level of tossing and turning the, the Saturday night before as you get ready to, um, you know, go into your fantasy competition on Sunday when most of the points is tabulated. So you get Corey Coleman back. Um, Isaiah Crowell is going back in my lineup this week, Jake. Me and him are still not talking, but I am starting to give him playing time again. Mm, why is he not starting? No, I mean, over the, you know, like a month ago. Oh, was, you're not talking, you said. Sorry, yeah, I, that's what I, I said. We're, yeah. not, we're, we're still not speaking to each other. Oh, but wait, wait. I thought you, wait, wait, wait. if I go back to Monday's show, I, it kind of felt like you guys are already trying to make it, like you had already tried to slide into the DMs again. You're like, hey, how you been? I, 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 I see you posting those pictures on the beach and while you're out there and stuff like that. What have you been up to, girl? Oh, man. I don't know what me and the Crow Show going to do. I would like a Crow Show Color Rush jersey, though. 
right. We come back on the other side. I want to talk a little Baltimore Ravens, talk about some players on their team, one particular being Jeremy Macklin. Let you know what we think about him for this week. Fancy football friends. And our phone lines open 844-843-6879. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Trying to get myself together. Fantasy football friends, the FNTSY radio, 844-843-6879. Getting you ready for week 11. Already got one in the books, Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee got pummeled by um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Roethlisberger went crazy. Antonio Brown went crazy. I think Jesse James had a touchdown. I didn't get to see that. I was chilling by that point. I think I was a little bit more focused on the basketball by then. Rashad Matthews gets in the end zone. The Derrick Henry, DeMarco Murray thing. I mean, people people are texting me last night like, yo, son, Henry is clearly the better back right now. But that's not how they're carrying it. You feel what I'm saying? They carry it. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was like, uh, sorry. I I meant to like, as you were finished, hold on. Like, I wanted to jump in. So go ahead and finish what you're saying. Oh, uh, so yeah, they was texting me. They was like, Henry is clearly looking like the clearly the better back right now, and I'm like, that's not how they carrying it. They gonna just keep giving Murray the pill, and, and you know, so like I said, by that time I kind of tuned out, was focusing more on what was going on at the TD Bank Garden. What's up with it, Jake? Did are, are these people that's texting me talking about why they not playing Henry? Are they just like Henry owners that are overly optimistic? No, I think it was so. What I was gonna say, hold on, I think there's people that are texting you have never seen Demarco Murray for most of his career. Demarco Murray doesn't ever look that flashy or impressive. He's kind of similar to Le'Veon Bell, but runs that way the entire way. Like, because he's lean, tall, bigger than most, when he's running, even when he's at full speed, he's fast, but he just doesn't look fast. Like, if you just use the eye test, and then, like, somebody gave you, this is why, to go, this is a really great comparison. To go Mm -hmm. back to why I always say is why you watch the film and why you use the metrics as well and don't only do one or the other. You would watch him and assume he ran like a four eight and like just but you watch him play, he just doesn't look that explosive. But when then you realize that you watch him running away from defenders and that type of thing, you realize that he still is fast. He just doesn't look it. Something's deceiving about the way he plays. So the people watching last night and I'll be like, Oh, Derrick Henry's the better running back and oh Derrick Henry looks better and it, like it's the fact that look at last time that DeMarco Murray's out running for a hundred yards. He still doesn't ever look that great doing it. So 
yes, Henry has looked better at times, but I think it's also part because DeMarco Murray just doesn't ever look that flash. Maybe that's what it is. I, I can see that. I remember because the kid is a beast, physical, strong, run between the tackles well, yes. catch the football. I ain't got a problem with him. I think uh, Chris Collinsworth pointed out uh, something last night. When they were deep in the zone, they gave that handoff to Henry, and he got like almost a 20-yard run or whatever yeah. on the outside. And It was kind of much how the Steelers played with the pressure and stuff. Yeah. And once he got to the outside, there was nobody there. So look, I I think Henry. I look. I have Demarco Murray in one of my big leagues, and I really need him to be good. He's got a nice schedule coming up. I'm going to keep putting him out there, but uh, I I don't see why Henry can't get more involved. I still think you know Demarco deserves to have his touches yeah. and be that green zone guy. But yeah, he, I think it could be a little more balanced than 52 to 16 in snaps. I, I feel what you're saying, but that's just not the way the Tennessee yeah. Titans coaching staff is carrying it. So as fantasy owners, we have to adjust. And I think, listen, the Derrick Henry dudes, we might have to wait till next year. I had him last year. I had him all over the place. This year, I fell back, got him on one team. And you know what? He hasn't paid off yet. So maybe going into his third year. All right, quick. A trade went down to my GST league. Uh, Mike Evans was traded for Larry Fitzgerald and Jordy Nelson. So I don't know what that means. I'm not looking at their two teams, but I feel like I would value Mike Evans a little bit higher than that. But that is not, like I said, this time of year, trades are kind of to fit certain needs. You can't just look at it at face value, 844-843-6879. I think I had something else I wanted to. Um, did you like the trade I did yesterday with uh, Chris Ficaro Who you GST? I'm not in the same GST as you, so I didn't get that email. I traded Joe Mixon and Cooper Cup. I needed a wide receiver desperately. And yeah. I got uh, Marquez Lee and Brendan LaFell. All right, cool. AJ Green get hurt. You got a piece right there. And then uh, Marquise Lee. Yeah, and Marquise, obviously Marquise Lee was the guy. Any, anything, any, any interesting trade scenarios you got going on, uh, Jake, that's coming up in any of your leagues that you go down the stretch? Yeah, I'm trying to work a deal with Frank, as a matter of fact, because he has no Ooh. quarterback, and I was trying to offer him Philip Rivers, but he was worried about the concussion protocol. But Philip Rivers has been cleared, so I'll be texting him for that. All right, there you go right there. Frankie, baby, he comes up next on the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever right here on FNTSY Radio. alright let's head out to Pittsburgh and talk to Dalton. Dalton in Pittsburgh is a victory. It's a victory Friday in, Pitt- in Pittsburgh, Dalton. Oh, yeah, feeling good about it. Nice. Hoping for a Philly Sounds Pittsburgh. Like, uh, whatever. Football. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. You don't sound like you were Did too you excited about Did you have Antonio that. Brown or Ben on your team? No, I didn't, unfortunately. All right, how can we help you, Dalton? Um, I'm pretty stacked on wide receivers, and um, I'm at a must-win situation. Mm-hmm. I need to start three of the six. I got um, Adam Thielen. I got Diggs and Shepard. And I got Baldwin, uh, Crabtree, and... Uh, Dead uh, this you're in the must-win situation. What's your running back? What's the running backs on this team? How Dalton? the hell are you in a must-win situation with these wide receivers? Because his running backs probably trash. What's the running backs is, on is this, this team? Standard? Uh, this is a full one PP, but PPR. Full- I got Howard and McKinnon. Howard and McKinnon. This team should be balling. Well, I started yeah, out you're not undefeated. <laughs> yeah, I, had, yeah. I David Johnson. I drafted David Johnson. Started out zero five. Now I'm five and five. So. All right, so you're battling back. Um, this is yeah. a team league? Yeah, how many teams in this league? Uh, t- ten teams. Ten this teams. Is a, oh, okay, this is a ten-team league. Thielen Diggs, Sterling Shepard, Doug Baldwin, Michael Crabtree. I thought you said you had six receivers. And Dez. Oh, and Dez. Oh, oh man. Dez and the other ones you can't go wrong. <laughs> I, that, that, I know about to say, I remember the days when Dez used to tear the Eagles up, too, but I don't think you can throw Dez out there. He's got to start three of these guys. No. I think Shepard's got to be Crabtree, one of them. Thielen, and Shepard. 
Crabtree. According to the racks. Yeah. Check the link. It says Crabtree, Thielen, and Shepard. Why not Diggs? Checks in at 14, one behind Shepard. Oh, He's, yeah. <laughs> look, I love yeah. You're I right. love Diggs, and he would be ahead. He would probably be in the conversation in the PPR. But the fact is, he still hasn't gotten on track since he's come back to the degree that Adam Thielen has. Which way? What would you say about this, Matt? Uh, like- I'm always going to go Diggs. So it's Diggs, Shepard, and I think I got to go Baldwin. Right? Yeah, you can't. Baldwin. I don't sit. I don't sit Dougie Baldwin. No, wait, you sit Doug Baldwin too. Yeah, Doug Baldwin's in this mix too. It's Thielen. Oh, well, Diggs. Then Shepard's sitting too. It's it's Baldwin, Crabtree, and. Thielen. Baldwin, Crabtree, and Thielen, Baldwin, Crabtree, and Diggs. Either way, you can go right there. But they should the projections, they're all coming around that same area, so you should be good to go, Dalton. It wouldn't be too much of a miss in points. 844-843-6879. Let's head out to D.C. and talk to my man, Lou. Lou, what's good with you? What the hell? Good Lou, morning, what the hell fellas. That? How y'all doing? Lou, what, Lou, what, was <laughs> just what was that in the background just now, Lou? <laughs> well, I, I'm not Ran sure over what an you talking about. I heard a we heard I heard some kind of animal or something in the background like are you in Anacostia? What's going on, Lou? What what where are you at? <laughs> Actually I'm I'm out in I'm out in Tyson's corner right now. Oh you so out in Tyson's it's, corner. It's All right. a little calmer. Yeah, it's this a much calmer a than, much uh, calmer. <laughs> so uh but uh good morning, fellas. Um I called you guys early and let you know that I was playing, you know, some Julio roulette. Mm-hmm. Um so how my so how my lineup is set right now? I've got Baldwin and Julio at my wide receiver. I have Tevin Coleman sitting in my flex. Um, what I can do is I can leave my lineup as it is and hope Julio plays. But if he doesn't, I would have to replace Julio with Paul Richardson, hmm. or I could just be proactive and just start Sterling Shepard, drop Julio to the yep. flex, yeah. and I've got Tevin Coleman. In the stash. There you go, right there, Lou. You figured it out yourself. Seattle's run yeah, defense is still stout. I think you know. Yep. <laughs> I think questions have been answered. There you go. Good job, Lou. Thanks. All right. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Thanks for figuring it out yourself. <laughs> and and not always, harming any animals on that. Yeah, call. <laughs> exactly. It's always good to hear from Lou, though. Um, yes, Lou is. Uh, Lou's out Tyson support. corner this morning. I wonder what's going on out there. I know Tyson's late. For people that haven't been listening to us all year long, and maybe they're just finding out about us, it's, again, to hammer that point home. If you ever have an injury situation and it's a later game, always put the injury situation yep. in the flex. And this way you can maneuver yourself out of it as you move into Sunday night and Monday night football. I always put, like, the if, if there's a mo- Sunday night or Monday night game, I'll always put that guy in the flex thing, just in case something happens, you know. When we was with Doctor A, when I was in, when we was in when was Doc, it was in the suite on Sunday. I got to send Doctor A the players for Sunday coming up too, by one o'clock today. Doctor A liked to be prepared. <laughs> we was watching. We could see down the Falcon sideline, and we saw eleven walking around with like a limp. And Doctor was like, "Look, he's limping." You see, I told you, I know what I'm talking about. That's like, every week. You're right. What lady. a surprise! <laughs> oh, he's limping. Wow. <laughs> He's on the sideline with Mama Sanu catching a touchdown. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ron is in Indiana. Ron, I hope you haven't been burned by Julio Jones this year. Well, not really burned because he's averaging 14 points a game, but that's a wide receiver two, not he's a wide still, receiver one. Still, yeah, but he's still a wide receiver one on the year. I thought he was I thought he was 14th on the year last the I saw. Season's not over yet. Matt, you stick. You, Matt, you riding with I'm him. I'm going to ride with him. Blue and bougie, you know, Migos, whatever. Oh, he, did, he barely yeah. slipped out, I guess, last week. So he's crazy, said, he's by the way. 14, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'll answer that in a break. Uh, hey, Don Burns, we got time to get to Ron? 
right, Ron is in Indiana. I'm sorry I've been holding you up, Ron. How can we help you this morning? Hi, man. Uh, I have a question about uh, my quarterback. All right, I have Marcus Mariota. All right. And I'm trying to trade for uh, Matthew Stafford. I'm currently the best uh, team in my league. It's a 10-team full-point PPR. Okay. And the guy I'm trading with is second best team. We're probably going to meet in the uh, finals. I have Zeke, and he wants Zeke for Matthew Stafford. Should I make that trade? Yeah, Zeke, he wants. I mean, I, Mariota's his current quarterback. Mariota's probably going to want to start three of the next four weeks for sure. Mariota's schedule does it open up. really does. Uh, if you feel comfortable, I mean, what, he's number one guy, right? He's number one team, and he says he I want to hold Zeke. on to Zeke. I want to hold on to Zeke too. I don't want Zeke beat me in week sixteen. That's yeah. going, especially if you're a Zeke owner right now. And but that in guy a ten team, yeah, too. in a ten team league, though, uh, Ron, it should be quarterbacks on the waiver wire if you're not too comfortable with Marcus Mariota. But I wouldn't trade for Matt Stafford. Uh, I wouldn't give up Zeke for Matt Stafford, even though Matt Stafford is the guy that's playing right now. Zeke is in Europe or wherever. Doing Lions what he schedule do. gets tough, by the way. Huh? What do you say, Jake? Lions schedule, Lions schedule gets a little tougher pass-wise. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and the Lions schedule gets tough. 844-843-6879. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Six eight seven nine fantasy football friends the FNTSY radio getting you ready for week number eleven of the season we already eleven weeks in. Too um, pumped for that, Corey. Hmm? Should have came back like, hey, baby, we're about to talk about fantasy football. <laughs> I did like that. What is it? That's uh, OT Genesis. Cut it. Your price is way too high. You need to cut it. <laughs> How does he spell Genesis? Oh, that's a good question. G E N A S I S. Then it's how Sega spells it, huh? I, I knew it. Could, I, I knew it probably wasn't the regular Genesis. That's yeah. just, I was curious. Yeah, yeah that's how you uh, cut. It was a jam, though. So the price is way too high. You need to cut it. He's talking about the price. Never mind. <laughs> 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 that way, the body right. snatcher coming. Yeah, hard. yeah, exactly. All right, um, Jamal Williams, right? Alex Collins. Matt Medica, you got to put one in your lineup this week. You're looking at those two names. Alex Collins. Yeah, Alex Collins. I, I know uh, it's Jamal Williams' backfield most likely all by himself, and if Woodhead comes in, he'll he'll have a role if Woodhead doesn't. Uh, Buck Allen will be involved. Alex Collins is just looking so much better. Yeah. And he I, he does have a role there. They're going to you know give him the carry, so for me it's Alex Collins. If I check the link, Jake, what would it tell me in the PPR and in the stand that Jamal Williams and Alex Collins? 
as of today, yeah. I, I, I got to double check PPR. As of today, it's Alex Collins in the standard. I knew that. Uh, let's see where they finished up because I just let the projections predict it for me. It's Jamal Williams in the PPR, and that makes sense. Uh, I actually would slide down Alex Collins even in standard if Terrence West and Danny Woodhead are both active just because now you're looking at four people in the backfield. This is going to give become a super headache. This is going to be like it has been for most of the year. It's like, yes, I, I don't disagree with Matt at all. Alex Collins definitely looked like the better running back this entire time, but the problem is they don't use him when you think they would, and then they don't use Buck Allen when they think they're, and then they're using Buck Allen at the goal line. They're using Alex Collins when they're down and in passing. It just they the usage has been frustrating this entire year. And now you're going to add two more pieces to the mix. I, I kind of want to stay away. From that, it's been an issue since Ray Ray Rice left, son. It's been an issue for fantasy owners with this Baltimore backfield. I never seen one player just like leave, like not leave, but get. Oh, I don't know what you want to say. He got pushed away, and there's like the whole offense just crumbled around him. Well, but the crazy thing... And he thing, was an old man by the time he got pushed away. The crazy thing is the Ravens are, like, right there. You know, if they... Yeah. Ravens win this game. I can't believe it. And, like I said, the Bills, who I think are going to lose in yeah. in Los Angeles against the Chargers... The Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said the Padres. But <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing how this... How this horrible team will be five hundred. Yo, d- d- maybe they should finish their quarterback. I know, and bring it and go get Tyrod Taylor. Yo, it's crazy how Tyrod Taylor on this team. I will, I he would be like, a perfect quarterback for I the Baltimore Ravens. And Ravens fans have been saying that for years now, and I've been calling Joe Flacco elite, and they were like, "You're crazy, Tyrod Taylor, bring him back." The thing about the Baltimore Ravens is though, they're always right there, and I'm like, this team scores ten points a game. How are they always right there at the end of the year? Like when you see in the hunt, the first team is Baltimore. I'm like, oh my god, I thought they won two games. Well, every single is they somehow piece it together every single season. There's always enough talent to even left over to be in the mix. Hey, testament to this front office. Yeah, there's a reason why that's Ozzie Newsom has always been talked about so highly. I mean, they're, they're another one of these AFC North dollar store type organizations, but they just seem to figure out a way to always. They may not make it, you know what I'm saying, but they're going to be in the hunt. I don't want to see them in the wild. I don't want to see them in that oh, Saturday afternoon. Can you afternoon imagine wild that? Can you I, imagine that Saturday I'm afternoon? I'm just so tired of seeing them. Oh, can you imagine that Saturday afternoon, New England versus? No, nah, it probably won't be New England. New England will play that night. So it'd be like Pittsburgh. No, no, no they, 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 right they would put Pittsburgh. Team, but they would put Pittsburgh and Baltimore on at night too. Jacksonville versus Baltimore, ten three playoff game. Yeah, it, the first but that first Saturday at four o'clock, Jacksonville, Baltimore. Over under thirty two viewers. <laughs> oh man, I went number two of the fantasy football frenzy coming up. Um, go YouTube Live. Michael Rapper and join us. We'll get you ready for the contest with DKMS. That'll be a good time. Um, I want to talk about uh, D.D. Westbrook. Is this guy a thing? He's not a thing to me. But I'll, I'll see what Matt and Jake think about it. And then uh, got some old running backs to discuss, too. And the story of the weekend, uh, Xavier Rhodes. What's he going to be doing? Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. <laughs> 